0: What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiancé. Crazy and love the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's never taken an IQ test, but according to a Facebook quiz, she's highly intelligent. The one and only (laughs) Teresa.
1: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Is that
0: Albert Einstein I see over there? Who is that?
1: Maybe maybe <laughs> you're mistaking the hair. Yeah, my, my, it is out of control. My wild hair.
0: You did really well on a Facebook quiz. You were telling me yesterday. All of the
1: quizzes. You know how many quizzes I do? I do about three a day.
0: I don't want to know that. Do you really do? <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs>
1: I do for myself Wait, you're still <laughs> doing that every single time a quiz pops like oh do you know your history or oh do you know your countries do you know you know capital cities i'm 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 right there i
0: didn't do you know, know i didn't even know you used facebook still to be honest well
1: this is how i use facebook but i never share my results but i tell you what i never in any of those quizzes i never scored below 90 percent
0: never score below 90 no. wow All right. it's like i'm
1: out of control
0: i am sitting with greatness right i have to say right there now. are
1: a few that you know i get lucky in i guess yeah but somehow somehow i'm like scoring scoring up high but i'll tell you which test i didn't score high okay. remember i showed you they updated this us citizen yes. citizenship test Yes. which I'm not there yet. I just, you know, eventually I'll apply. I'll study for it. But I just took it for fun. As an example, it was on the New York Times. Yeah, it
0: wasn't a Facebook test.
1: No, 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 no. no, There there wasn't. This is a different one. And that one I failed. Oh, that's (laughs) the
0: one you need to be able to pass.
1: I know. So I was like, man, need to study for that.
0: Stop taking what's the capital of Alaska tests and start studying for your citizenship test. Because it's going to be coming up soon. It's going to be coming up real soon. I know,
1: I know. I have to start, but yeah.
0: What was the the last test you took on Facebook?
1: Oh, it's about two hours ago.
0: (laughs) No, what was it?
1: Uh, I took the test of if you know which food belongs (laughs) to which country. So they show you a a picture of a food and the name like falafel and you go turkey.
0: (laughs) And you did pretty well on that?
1: Oh my God, I scored 98%. I only got one wrong. look
0: at you. Wow. I'm telling you guys, I learned so much <laughs> about Therese doing this podcast because I don't think I would have ever learned this except we're talking about it now. So,
1: wow. I mean, I, I could tell you, but in the same time, I feel like you would not understand my passion for these stupid things. <laughs> well,
0: maybe I want to take them. Why are you oh, holding out on me? I, I would can love, share with I'm you. I'm a little competitive. I think we should go head to head and see who does better. Well,
1: some of them are stupid. So like sometimes I'm like, ugh, what am I doing? But right. you know, some no, of them are good.
0: Next time you take a you always show me seal photos. You're always showing me photos of seals, but you never because show me seals these
1: are, seals. Are, seals are beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, share a test with
1: me once in I'll now. share a test with you.
0: Anyways, guys, first things first, you got to follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love, you just got to do it. There's a lot of fun things happening over there. Don't want you to miss out on it. And in fact, we want you to be a part of it. So follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. We're doing our Sunday night lives there every Sunday night, hopping on, talking about the latest episode. We're sharing some memes. Teresa's going to share her recent Facebook quiz scores <laughs> on there. So make sure you're following us. And also make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Smash that subscribe button,
1: yeah, guys, smash it like it's hot.
0: And one more ask: unless you are driving, unless you're operating a motor vehicle right now, please take five seconds, look down, grab your phone, and leave us a review. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be wordy. It could be five stars. It could be whatever <laughs> you want. Just it, it means the world if you guys could leave us a review. It, it really makes us helps happy. Us. It makes us happy. It helps us as a podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you have two seconds to just leave a review, we appreciate it. If it's the one nice thing you do today, we thank you for it. Screw the rest of the day. Screw the rest (laughs) of the people. You could leave a nice review and we'd appreciate that.
1: Very, very much.
0: So speaking of reviews, got another nice one I want to read. And I actually think you read this one because this one comes from Missy Ward, who Mm. listens to the podcast on Podcast Addict. But she okay. she knows we only get yes, the reviews yes. on Apple. Aww, yes. Guys, if you don't know, we kind of only can read the reviews on Apple Podcasts. So Missy screenshotted her review and sent it to us on Instagram. That
1: was very sweet.
0: Yeah, well the review was sweet, the the sending, the sharing of it was even sweeter.
1: The effort.
0: The effort, that's what it is. The effort was Amazing! So five stars for your effort, Missy. She also gave us five stars. And she said, I really enjoy listening to these two. They give a different perspective as a married couple from different cultures. And here's where she's taking sides a little bit. She says, I really enjoyed Teresa's accent.
1: Oh, and <sighs> that just made me so happy because I don't know if you guys know if you can tell or I probably shared this with you but i'm very self-conscious about my accent.
0: Yeah. That's why i was surprised you wanted to do this podcast because i know how because self-conscious Because it's just you and me. You I
1: don't see people. So right. we get so into it. So basically it's just us having a conversation. I forget about people listening. But i have to say every single time i'm reminded by how many people listen to us. Yeah. Or, you know, when we do our lives, I get very anxious. You
0: do get nervous.
1: One person would be too much for me.
0: I know. I know. But people love it. That's not the first review that said they love your voice. And
1: I very much appreciate it. But what happens is when I get nervous... I can't speak. Mm. My English goes down the hill. Uh oh. My Czech goes down the hill. Your
0: Facebook quiz scores go up. They still.
1: I was just gonna say, I didn't realize that I got quite addicted to those.
0: To the quizzes? Yeah. It started. I didn't
1: either. It started like an innocent thing I did like once a week. (laughs) I
0: can't believe I'm married to a a Facebook (laughs) quiz taker.
1: But I don't share my score.
0: That's actually the big difference. I feel like so many people take the quizzes. Oh, so many. It's <laughs> the people who share them that are suspicious. How do you
1: think I found, how do you think I find the test? I don't know. I how do don't people know. take them?
0: Yeah. I okay. Always, so like, many questions about that. Every
1: this. single time I get a hundred percent, they ask me if I want to share I'm like <laughs>
0: And you you sit there and I'm debate like, with yourself for I'm minutes. Like
1: biting my biting my nails. I'm like, should I? Or I, should never I flex do.
0: should I flex how smart I am?
1: You know, I don't wanna flex. I don't wanna flex my my Facebook IQ test scores, <laughs> not even IQ, Facebook quizzes.
0: Are you saying you do these daily, once a day at least?
1: Mm, uh, <laughs> what, should I, I, I like, honest? Should I didn't know honest? there was
0: this many quizzes.
1: Yes, I do it like at least once a day. <laughs> oh, <my> goodness.
0: <laughs> this is but ridiculous. This started
1: about like three weeks ago. Oh, so,
0: it seems like you've been doing it for years. No,
1: it's something new. Oh, okay. It's, that's maybe. Fine. No. Mm, I was going to say maybe around Thanksgiving. So a month and a half.
0: Okay. I thought since you got on Facebook years ago. you're No. Okay. This
1: right. is something new I developed okay. very uh, recently.
0: You've redeemed yourself. You've redeemed yourself.
1: And I'm like loving it. Now I keep <laughs> like the same quizzes keep popping and I, I kind of like know the answers now.
0: Have you taken the what cheese am I quiz?
1: What, what, what quiz is that? I
0: don't know. It tells you what cheese you are.
1: No, but I would totally take <laughs> well, it. I
0: know. I figured you're such a cheese fanatic.
1: I am.
0: Anyways, enough about us. Thank you, Missy, for that review.
1: Yes, thank you very much. I That just warmed my heart. Yeah,
0: super sweet. Everyone, I feel like all you guys, you guys are super sweet. So I think we're very lucky because, we, you know, we, we get the occasional negative comment. Once in a while, someone will say something mm-hmm. Maybe a little mean, but I think for the majority of our, listen, this of our is how I look listening. at things.
1: If the comment is negative, but they tell us why, yeah. I take it. If people are just mean, then I'm like, why are you listening yeah, to no us? one's you know?
0: forcing you to listen to this?
1: Exactly. If you if you tell us, oh, you know, maybe I should improve this and this and that, I'll take it. I mean, this is how we learn, right? But yeah. if someone's like, you suck. <laughs> And that's it. It's like, okay, well, why do we suck?
0: Imagine somewhere in some random country this podcast is being used as a torture device. Like they're just locking someone up in a cell and just playing us over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad, is it?
1: I hope not.
0: (laughs) Anyways, let's move on. Let's let's do one of my favorite segments of the podcast. A little 90 day, by the way.
1: By the way, go for it.
0: All right. I. I think you know a little bit about this first story.
1: I think I know where you're you, headed because I kind of, kind of asked you about. You this. You brought
0: something up, and I said, "Stop, stop, stop!" That's yeah. going to be a by the way. So if you guys don't know, this one is a doozy. Okay, so if you remember seasons ago, Angela of Angela and Michael was she was <laughs> she was touring wedding venues in Georgia. She wanted to find a place she could hold her wedding with Michael. She wanted to make it. A hybrid American African mashup wedding. You remember this, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. So Angela ends up at the Cotton Patch in Hazelhurst, Georgia. It's a. With her friend. It's a unique venue to say the least. And yes, her friend we meet, it's DJ Doug. You might remember his famous line. He said, Well, we can barbecue a goat because (laughs) (laughs) she was like, Well, how, you know, what can we do here to make this different, make this festive? He offered. Barbecuing a goat. So on TV, they say he's in charge. They say DJ Doug is in charge. He organizes the events. He's the owner of the venue. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's not. The real owner of the cotton patch is actually another friend of Angela's. One she got arrested with years ago on DUI charges.
1: Oh wait 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 so the re- so I I didn't dig this deep because yeah. you stopped me yeah so the real owner is Angela's friend yes
0: and they was got a- he
1: on TV or she no because
0: okay. here's what I think happened the two of them were out partying one night they got drunk they had to some they had to drive somewhere so I think mm. they he drove her. Got pulled over by the police, so he got a DUI. Okay. Then she goes, okay, I'm going to take it from here. She then drove the car, (laughs) but she was drunk, so she got a DUI. (laughs) I don't know. They both ended up getting DUIs the same night. The mugshots went out on the internet. Everyone saw this guy as Angela's friend. was this
1: while Angela was already on 90? I'm
0: pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So that guy who got the DUI, he's the real owner of the cotton patch. Okay. But I think when... TLC went to go shoot this scene. They said, everyone knows the owner from your mug shots. We need Mm, somebody else to stand in. So they got DJ Doug. They got (laughs) DJ Doug to play the owner. Um, I think he was just the DJ at the con patch. Now he's pretending he's the owner. Okay. Well, DJ Doug got in trouble. He got in big trouble. And this is what you saw. Mm. I think. According to the Instagram page, 187 Anonymous Gossip, DJ Doug had a warrant out for his arrest on several charges, including felony murder, Jeez. home invasion, armed robbery, and cruelty to children. So, okay. we so, so,
1: it wasn't Angela's friend. DJ Doug was not Angela's friend.
0: I'm sure they run in the same circle. Let's be honest well, here. maybe, yeah. I've, I'm just assuming because if... He works for this owner and this owner is friends with Angela. Mm. They must know each other.
1: Yeah, right. That makes I'm not sense. saying
0: they're best friends, but they must be aware of each other. So DJ Doug had this worn out. He turned himself in. So kudos, mm. kudos for that. But we can barbecue a goat was not DJ Doug's only quotable line from 90 Day Fiance. He also said, pick your sin and I'll help accommodate it.
1: When did he say that?
0: I think because Angela wanted to pull off some lavish, crazy
1: mm. things.
0: That's what he was like, pick your sin and I'll help you accommodate it. Now that sounds a little bit darker. That he's being...
1: That sounds <laughs> very dark.
0: He's being charged with murder.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So wow. that's, that's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. Angela, stay out of trouble, please.
1: Well, it's almost like Angela is surrounded by people... Who get themselves into a situation like this.
0: Trouble like finds her.
1: This guy, her daughter, which yeah. I've read some details, but, you know, I don't want to bring it up. I think it's disturbing. And also, I don't know how much of it is, is through. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to go there, but bottom line is, oh, Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> leads an interesting life. And she seems like a, such a sweet lady. I'm kind of hesitant to say that, but she seems nice. Like a, she I has wouldn't a good call her heart. sweet. She's she definitely a good heart. not
1: sweet. I think yes. she has a good heart. I think she has a good heart. I think she works hard.
0: But now she she's... smokes a
1: lot, but she is a hard worker. She yeah. takes care of all those children. Yeah, She did take care of her mom. And as crazy as she is, I do think that she's a good person, but maybe she should pick... From, you know, different friends sometimes. Yeah,
0: find a different circle, Angela, because if you go to prison, I don't know who's going to take care of that household, right? Literally. All
1: right. That was a heavy one.
0: By the way, number two, it's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit lighter in nature. Mm -hmm. All right. It is official. Yara has started her own YouTube channel. Mm. So far, she's got one video up. Okay. She's mainly talking about her fashion and her clothing, but... Let's be honest, I'd rather watch this than Big Ed rubbing barbecue sauce all over his body.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't even think about it.
0: So, basically, she's doing an unboxing. It's more of an unbagging, right? She went to Zara, she shopped, she bought a bunch of clothes, and then she's unbagging it. She's showing off her favorites from Zara.
1: Oh, I should watch it because that's the only place I shop at. Well,
0: (laughs) I was gonna tell you you should watch this and then i got nervous because i feel like you would want to buy everything that she takes out of this bag it's a lot of leather <gasps> so, yeah a lot of black clothing items a lot of leather it which sounds
1: like my my wardrobe your,
0: you dress in black and you wear leather that's it you guys had that in common Well, i
1: kind of had to pause on the leather in florida
0: yeah because
1: you guys can imagine you know 90 degrees most of the year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, not the most comfortable fabric.
1: It's not a a leather weather. It's not leather weather. (laughs) I'm
0: impressed you were able to say that. Oh, it was really tough. It was really tough. It's a tongue twister.
1: I hope people understand what I just said.
0: So, okay, so she goes through her clothing. She shows everything off. But the biggest news of this nine-minute unbagging video is her announcement that she's going to be opening a clothing shop very soon, oh, so okay, yeah, I'm not too sure if it's gonna be clothing she's designing or mm-hmm. if it's more of like the real real where she'll just curate a shop, yeah, clothing she's worn and sell that,
1: so I'm just gonna give you a little um uh, what I think about this, okay. a little feedback, give right? me
0: your yeah, give me your thoughts.
1: you know Jaromir Jager, yes. the Czech hockey player, the sure. most famous Czech hockey player. He dated this Czech model before. I think she lived in Florida with him when he played for Miami. And anyways, then they broke up. But while she was in Miami, she started her online shop. Basically her shopping, buying, you know, Victoria's Secret, buying Zara, buying whatever she could find in outlets Mm -hmm. and reselling it in the Czech Republic. and it grew so now she still does it but on top of it she started her own brand and actually she has the clothes made in the Czech Republic and I guess she gets inspired by other other clothes but she still resells like luxurious brands so she flies to the US she buys like Chanel and Louis Vuitton bags on like you know like from five years ago something cheaper and she resells them So I feel like, but she can't.
0: Can she do that in America, or she has to do it internationally?
1: I do not know. I've never done it, but I know some people. I know people opening shops, like girls shopping in America, reselling it or sending it to the Czech Republic Mm. through like PayPal or so. So
0: I wonder. I could see her. Yeah, I don't see her designing her own clothing at this point, but eventually she'll probably get there.
1: I mean, she wants to do makeup, which I feel like that. Would be more successful. Uh, She she wants to do.
0: I think she wants to do the whole. The whole package. The clothing. The makeup. Maybe the hair. I don't know. She said a salon. But she's also set a shop. I think something in the beauty I mean I think it's
1: good she's doing something. You know like. As we always say. Lots of these foreigners. Come here and they don't know what they want to do. So I feel like. The fact that she has. A passion. And she knows what she wants to do. Or she's doing it. That's good.
0: Well I'm pretty sure she did that in ukraine i think she had a shop of some sort mm. in ukraine so i think she's just maybe bringing that idea stateside
1: yeah that's cool good for her
0: yeah so we'll stay tuned we'll keep an eye out for that you can check out that video on youtube if you haven't seen okay, it
1: now all i want to do is i want to go and shop at zara
0: we don't have any i close still have
1: three dresses i have to return <laughs>
0: Well, you should do that.
1: I am I'm, I'm gonna do it tomorrow.
0: Stop taking Facebook quizzes oh. and go return <laughs> your czar. I clothing, have please.
1: to. I bought a I bought a good amount over the holidays, but mm-hmm. not everything fits.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that that's that quarantine body.
1: No, it's actually the opposite. It's oh. too big on me.
0: Jeez. You were assuming you put on weight in quarantine. Well,
1: it it could fit. It's just it makes me look like a bag. So that's like I think I bought a few dresses. They're supposed to be flowy, but they're flowing way too much. Okay. You know?
0: Yeah. I don't like that. Let's not look like a bag. That's not the, the vibe we're going for here. I agree. Facebook quiz. Do I look like a bag? <laughs> Hopefully not.
1: I would not take a quiz like this. I, I think I, you would. <laughs> I'm taking intellectual quizzes.
0: Sure. Sure you are. What was the last one you said you took?
1: To match a photo of, a, of of food to a country. Uh,
0: so, so intellectual.
1: <laughs> Very. I scored 90%.
0: <sighs>
1: I only got one food wrong. It was from I- Iran, Iran, Iran. How do you Shh, pronounce it? I
0: don't know. What's the food?
1: I forgot the food. I never heard of it. So I okay. guess the wrong country.
0: Okay. Well, enough is enough with the Facebook quizzes.
1: I'll send you some.
0: Okay. Thank you. Sharing, You're welcome. Sharing is caring.
1: Exactly.
0: All right. You want to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Speaking about matching countries, can we match some people with some foreigners?
1: Yeah, let's I don't, do it.
0: I don't think they're matching themselves too well this season, but- Let's talk
1: about it. I think they do. Oh,
0: well, first of all, I'm thinking Mike and Natalie. No, I'm thinking Stephanie and Ryan. No, I'm thinking Andrew and Amira. No, I think these people are are failing the Facebook match quiz. All
1: right, all right, I'll I'll give you that.
0: There's two or three that maybe I'm buying it. All
1: right. Let's
0: Let's start with one that brought a lot of drama and entertainment this past Sunday. Maybe they'll make it. Maybe they won't. They'll make it if they're parents or if... Their in-laws get out of the way. We're talking about Brandon and Julia.
1: Oh, Brandon and Julia. BJ. BJ. I have a question for you. Sure. What do you think about Brandon and Julia as a couple? Forget the parents, Mm -hmm. forget the animals, forget Aspen. You know, what do you think of them as a couple? Do you think they are in it for real? Do you think they, you know, could make it? Or do you think this is like, Julius, faking it? Is she just trying to stay in the U.S.? What do you think?
0: Well, it's a loaded question because on the surface, I look at them and I go, they're both attractive enough that it doesn't raise any red flags. They are both basically the same age, doesn't raise any red flags. So, you know, two check marks in the believable column.
1: But then... Someone's reading the USCIS website. (laughs) <laughs> for those who don't know, USCIS is the immigration. Do they services. have believable
0: and not believable?
1: Mm-hmm. What? There is there is a there is a list of what can make it suspicious.
0: Oh. So okay, two check marks and the believable. Maybe it's not
1: on the USCIS official website, it's on one of those like immigration websites. But yes.
0: So anyway, that all checks out. But then I go and I see how they're interacting and I see Julia's disdain for farm life. And I go, well, she knew this about Brandon, right? She knew he lived with mom and dad. She knew he lived on a farm. She seems to hate it so much. Why did she agree to it? Was it just come to America and then spread her wings and leave?
1: So this is how I look at it, right? Yes, she knew this about Brandon, but he also promised her that that was temporary He promised her that, you know, they'll eventually move out. He didn't tell her they won't be sharing a room. So she probably thought, you know what? Coming to the U.S., I'm going to be with Brandon at his parents' house for a bit to save up some money and move out, which there is nothing wrong with this picture, right? Right. Like, when I see them together, like, when she arrived, I was like, oh, man, she's here just for a green car. Like, yeah. But as the relationship progresses... I can I can see that she's into him and she he is into her that they are a real couple but I think they both are very immature mm-hmm. and you know Brandon needs to stand up to his parents or at least be like hey guys like I know this is your house but also she's my wife to be we have to find common ground instead of Brandon just like doesn't want to you know create any arguments with anyone
0: I think. You said, you know, you could see them together. There's love. Yeah. There's I think there's excitement. I think she's excited. She's in America. I think Brandon's excited. He's got this Russian girl mm-hmm. here. So I think there's excitement and maybe lust. I don't know. For me, the verdict is still out. If there's love there, I can't tell that. But let's talk about a check in the suspicious column. The way they met. Julia. Yeah. Julia sees Brandon. On a video chat, and it's just like, "Yup, I'm I'm sold." Here I I come. Honestly,
1: I'm hoping that they will clarify this eventually. Maybe in one of those what is it called ninety day bears All yeah, like because I'm still kind of unclear about this story. That's where I don't want to. I don't even want to bring it up.
0: But what we know is that his friends were at a club in Russia. She was working. She was a go-go dancer, and they saw each other on screen and he said, oh, you look, like my, you look like my future wife. For her to take that bait and come to America is so suspicious. It's like she was waiting for a guy that's to say that. true. And then take it. I don't know. It's a good question and we'll have to see.
1: I mean, if that was the case and she ended up falling in love with him, that's, that's a great story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, it's not our story. I'm glad it's not our story. Yeah. But it's a story. It's definitely um, a story. But, yeah, I can see her being into him. I can see, obviously, he's, like, smitten by her. So, I feel like if the parents step aside and, you know, Brandon can figure out what he wants to do, how he wants to approach this whole thing, they might make it work.
0: So, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the parents stepping aside because Betty and Ron, Ah. they, they step aside for one night. Right. They leave Brandon and Julia alone for one night. I have a feeling they wouldn't if there wasn't a camera crew keeping an eye on these infomaniacs. But they leave for like 12 hours. Where do you think they went for the night?
1: Maybe they booked a hotel so they can bang it up.
0: Oh, that's true. They had their own little smash mm. session. I was thinking more like. A hamster breeding convention or like a bingo tournament or something.
1: Hamster breathing convention. <laughs> breeding convention. <laughs>
0: breeding. Breeding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although they seem like people who would just sit there and watch hamsters breathe as well. So it just <laughs> it was just peculiar to people. Where they go they Went away for twelve hours at most. I feel like yeah, they left at because, night. It seemed like and they came in back the morning, in the morning. Like
1: Betty was in the kitchen.
0: They had legit rolling suitcases that they were loading into the car. So into they, one
1: of those twenty nine cars they have, or yeah, I'm just guessing the number, but they have so many cars.
0: So they either had cosplay, like sexual costumes, in those Ooh. suitcases, or they're not great packers because why were they? They each had a rolling suitcase. To go away for 12 hours.
1: Maybe just to make it look a little more dramatic or, (sighs) you know, you just throw things in the luggage doesn't mean you have to fill it.
0: Right. Yeah. Got to sell it.
1: Maybe they went up to D.C., you know, have some dinner, drinks and.
0: Yeah. Who knows? We'll never know. I guess we'll never find out unless Ron and Betty do a bear's all. And I hope they don't. So they barely get to the end of the driveway and Brandon and Julia get naked. Right. She Julia comes out of the house, opens her towel and it looks like she fully flashes Brandon. Oh,
1: I think she did. But the I think camera they, yeah, is right there. I think they have no shame. I think uh, they are nuts, and they're just you know they're like, oh my god, let's be crazy.
0: I mean, maybe her because she's a go-go dancer. She's probably used to all eyes on her, bearing it all. No, because if she
1: was wearing bathing suit, yeah, they uh-huh. would they would not.
0: No, because TLC wants to make it juicy too. TLC wants to make it look like, oh, but when Ron and Betty are away, the cats will play. You know. Or the mice. I don't know what that saying is. But I don't know. Listen,
1: they were just following Betty's orders. Betty said no clothes in the tub.
0: So that is a whole thing, right? (laughs) You can't sleep in the same bedroom. You can't live together right now. But But
1: there is a bowl of condoms. There's a bowl of
0: condoms. And if you're gonna hot tub, you better do it naked. So many mixed signals. It
1: does not make much sense. But I think... As much as I like Betty and Ron in the first episode, I cannot stand them. But in the same time, I'm loving it because they bring drama.
0: They're the worst characters this season. The worst, tied with Natalie. Oh, that's true. Natalie is getting worse. I think Natalie is worst. The worst. Yeah. So, but
1: we'll get there.
0: Okay, so Ron and Betty, they're back, right? The party's over. Julia got the taste of freedom, so she's a little spoiled now. She felt like. This is what it could be like when Brandon and I have our own place. Who knows when that's going to happen? But Brandon and Julia—they're hanging out, and we have to talk about this room because I—I I don't know if you saw this room. I have no idea what's going on there.
1: You know, you know how we have the miscellaneous drawer.
0: Yeah, the junk drawer. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's like the miscellaneous room. Oh, or it's the a complete, ju- the junk it's room. It's a
0: complete junk room. There's. Uh, there's the puppy cages. There's a treadmill. There's a fridge with a microwave on top of it. It's way worse than Julia's bedroom. Everyone wants to talk about how bad her bedroom is. Really? This room is a disaster. Mm. Forget about Mike's closet. This house, I'm saying it, the worst smelling thing on 90 Day this season. Hands down. The crickets, the protein powder, aspen. <laughs> you know this thing smells bad.
1: Wait, I didn't say the aspen smells?
0: Oh, awful. Aspen because she wants
1: like to the of, animals? Yeah, that's
0: one reason. That's, let's not get too much into
1: some, Aspen's hygiene. On, okay. But
0: yeah, I think she's adding to the funk of this place for sure. So they're hanging out in this junk room. This the, junk the drawer the miscell- of a room. The
1: mis- miscellaneous room. The
0: miscellaneous room. <laughs> Betty walks in. She wants to talk to Brandon and Julia because... Some stuff went down. She's so serious. Some stuff went down while they were at their quilting convention or whatever they were at the bingo tournament. And she's a little pissed because apparently the cover to the hot tub is like a <laughs> little <laughs> bit off.
1: I, okay. So this is where I realized how crazy either she is this crazy or the show's like, oh, come on, like Betty, like show them something crazy.
0: No, she's this crazy. Oh,
1: yeah. Because I am very OCD. I hate when things are not aligned and things are off. Yeah. But I would never make a big deal out of that. Like, I would probably go and fix it myself, I but can, that would be it.
0: I can see Betty coming back from her bang fest or whatever it was that she went on. Are you
1: saying front. bang, like B-A-N-G?
0: Yeah, sure. Wherever <laughs> they were, she comes back. I can see her grabbing a clipboard with like a bunch of oh, items yeah. and being like, Okay, uh, the crickets are still in the box. <laughs> All the cars are here. Wait a minute, the hot tub lid is slightly ajar. And
1: there's a sperm flowing in it. Oh, so
0: then that's where it gets bad because uh-huh. she lifts up the lid and is like, The water's, the water's cloudy, Brandon. Cloudy is not good.
1: <laughs> she's like, Did you wear clothes? And, yeah. so. and like Julia wasn't getting it because she was like,
0: Because she's a normal person who realizes the hypocrisy in this statement
1: well i i thought this, i think like she understood that betty meant no clothes but at the same time she was questioning it because betty was like did you wear clothes right no. so she was like oh my god what, what, what should i say so she like played it down like i don't know what's going on
0: i mean it's really a test of your willpower the fact that you have to be naked in a hot tub but you can't have sex because betty's not gonna oh
1: but Give me a break. Betty and Ron are in the top naked, but they don't do anything.
0: Uh, is that is that what she meant when she said, I use this hot tub for therapy, not entertainment? Because
1: uh, I mean, sex can be therapeutic. Am uh, I right?
0: Now I need therapy after picturing Betty in this cloudy <laughs> no, hot tub.
1: Why are you picturing Betty? Oh my God. Because she said, I use
0: it as therapy,
1: it's oh, not that's for entertainment. True. And then she goes like, "Well, if it gets like this, then I have to drain it."
0: She said and she's, said like, she's drained it yeah, multiple she's times, like, and
1: it's getting old.
0: Julia drained Brandon, and then Betty has to drain the hot she, tub. What was
1: she saying? That Brandon is like pleasing himself. What? In-
0: no. Is that what it meant? I don't think.
1: No. When she said she had to drain it s- several times. Se-
0: he's having sex in the hot tub.
1: With who before Julia?
0: I'm sure he's met other women. Aspen, you think for so? starters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is Brandon is used to dealing with cockroaches. Now he's got to learn how to deal with cock blocks. That's Ooh. all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Betty leaves and...
1: Maybe he should wear two condoms, like Paul, and when he was in Brazil, oh, when he
0: gets in the water, uh-huh. I think I think Paul called it like a penis sheath, like a sheath, which just makes everything sound worse. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Can we not talk about? Let's it? not
1: go think. there. Okay.
0: So Betty leaves after shaming Brandon and Julia, and Julia gets all upset because Brandon once again didn't stand up to Betty. And she's worried he's a little boy. she's not going to take care of his needs, and of course, like this is not it should not be a surprise anymore that Brandon's going to cow to to his parents.
1: Well, yeah, but I also think the problem is that Betty doesn't know doesn't know she of course she knows Betty doesn't recognize that. That Brandon is 27 year old, grown up man with a fiance living with them. Right. So when, you know, they were talking about this bathtub or hot tub, whatever you call it. Yeah. And, you know, she was going back and forth with Brandon and, and she said something, he laughed and she goes like, stop. He always, he
0: always laughs. He always tries to make light of the situation.
1: And I was like, oh my God, this is how my mom talked to me when I was like 15.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, they totally infantilize Brandon and treat him like he's a child. Infantilize, that's the word. Infantilize, is a good yeah. word. I like using that infantilize. word. Infantilize. Yeah. So, all right, it's a new morning. It's 7.30 in the morning and Ron is fired up. He and Betty are working the farm. bad now thing, Brandon and Julia because they're not out there helping them. And Ron's just mad because Brandon's dropping the ball ever since Julia came to live with him.
1: I still don't understand the farm right, okay. so Betty Ron, and Brandon they all have day jobs right yeah. and so what's what's with the farm? I know there's Aspen, but do they make money off of it like what pro- products produce do they sell like what? What's going on there? Well, they
0: sell they keep, dogs. They
1: keep telling about, like, the puppies?
0: Yeah, they sell dogs, for sure. Well,
1: well, I think that's Ron's day job.
0: Selling the dogs?
1: He, something with dogs, remember?
0: Well, I think they want Julia to work the farm because she's the only one available. They all have day jobs and she's home, yeah, so like, work the farm. My question
1: is, do they make money off of the farm or do they just have the farm for fun? And, well, you know, like they use the produce and product and meat.
0: The way Ron was selling it to Brandon later in the episode, was well, like, this can all be yours. That's
1: where my question comes from.
0: There must be some monetary But value. at the same
1: time, if there was, like, I don't think Aspen is the only one who can manage to take care of a farm that makes money. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, there seems to be a lot of animals on that farm. A There seems lot. to be a lot of work that goes into it. So I think they want Brandon and Julia to run the farm. But Yeah. Whatever that entails. I mean,
1: I think it's kind of crazy that Brandon wakes up at four. He works on the farm. Yeah. Then he goes to work eight to five, comes home and works on the farm again. Well,
0: he's not doing that anymore. Now he's too busy with Julia preparing her tea and her breakfast. Right. He goes and he takes her Tea and bread while she's in bed at least at least one couple avoided a French toast fiasco. I was happy we did not have to deal with French toast for one episode, but he goes into Julia's room, just starts baby talking her and kissing her on the nose and the forehead over and yeah, over I, again.
1: I hate. People who do baby talk
0: don't do baby talk.
1: Do not do baby talk. You
0: can't say, "Oh, you're the princess. You don't have to do any work. The, if you, you don't want to. You do. You
1: do, little princess. Like, oh. oh, do not talk like that."
0: Oh. And back outside, Ron is just hate brushing that poor horse. <laughs> he was so aggressive with I his was brushing. Like,
1: you gonna pull his. What is it? Tail out. <laughs>
0: yeah. That poor ponytail.
1: Poor poor horse. Yeah,
0: he was yeah, he was giving it to that horse. <laughs>
1: like I so I've never have we ever seen Ron this worked up? I feel like it's always Betty who's like oh, who has an attitude, but like Ron just like brashing that horse. Very, yeah. So very hard.
0: aggressive. Yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy. So okay, it's nighttime now. Brandon and Julia, they're dragged out of their room once again. By Ron and Betty. And Betty's not happy. Classic Betty. Wants to have a little chat with them. So they go to the front porch. You got Ron and Betty rocking back in their
1: rocking I chairs. was actually loving the porch. Like, there are blankets and you can hear the bugs in the background. Yeah, you know, those like yeah. country bugs. What do you call it? Cicadas? Cicadas? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. Cicadas, yeah.
1: I'm like, that's beautiful. Crickets, right? Or or (laughs) crickets.
0: Maybe we're just hearing the kitchen. (laughs)
1: That's true.
0: (gasps) So they start going on and on about how they don't get to see Brandon anymore. He's always busy tending to Julia's every needs and not tending to the farm. And Ron goes... I don't even see you anymore, Brandon. When you wake up, I'm already out there doing animals. (laughs) Now, like, I don't want to judge anyone, but I think that's illegal, Ron. I don't think you're allowed to do animals. Did he say that? Yeah, and you can look at Brandon's face and he kind of smirks because I think he picked up on what what Ron said. (laughs) It was classic. I'm out there doing animals and hate
1: brushing these poor horses. Didn't he say, didn't Ron say something like... If I go up there and see Brandon bringing Julia some tea and bread, I'm gonna lose it.
0: Yeah. Well, so then, <laughs> you no. Know, he says, he's like, okay, Brandon, you can no longer bring Julia tea. You need to stay out of her room, and you gotta stop bringing her tea. Like, no tea in the bed, no D in the bed. What letters? That's is basically
1: a, what Julia said.
0: What letters allowed in the bed? P. I think Brandon probably pees the bed. That's probably the only <laughs> letter allowed.
1: <laughs> so
0: Julia, Julia doesn't like what's happening, right? She, she gets frustrated that Ron's laying the hammer down now. Brandon blames Julia saying she's too cuddly. So I go in there and just get sucked into her cuddly vortex. Which,
1: the, so this is, this is what I'm like. Why are the parents so crazy? They should be happy that Brendan and Julia are actually hitting it off. That yeah. she is into him. She wants to cuddle with him. She wants to spend time with him. She's not here <laughs> just to get the green card, right? The
0: K-1 visa, it's a 90-day visa so you can get to know your partner. It's not 90 days to take care of the farm. That's a different show. <laughs>
1: She should have gotten a work visa. (laughs) Like, literally.
0: Right, right. No, the whole thing is bonkers. Out of control. Julia is getting frustrated. She gets up and leaves. Leaves Brandon to fend for himself, which we all know he's incapable of doing. So, Ron gets on his case, says, you got a man up. Get your act together. Be a married man. Provide. Brandon can't take the heat. So, he escapes the porch, right? Scurries back to his room. So, now... All right. Julia gets a little brave. She leaves she leaves her room, goes to Brandon's room. She wants to talk. And she makes a good point. I
1: right? was just gonna say that. So
0: what what does she do? She makes she, a good point.
1: She she said, We cannot sleep together. Yep. We cannot, you know, you leave in the morning, but you cannot bring me to you cannot see me. You come home. At night and you work on the farm, when are we going to... Can't
0: be together at night, can't be together in the morning, you're working during the day. Yeah,
1: when are we going to spend time together? Right. Because he he cannot stay up too late because he has to wake up at 4 a.m. to take care of the animals.
0: Right. So Julia's not happy and says, you know, before I marry someone, I want to live with them. Mm -hmm. And this is not living with you. It's living by myself in this It's living with
1: Betty and Ron.
0: Yeah, they're all sharing a home, but... It's you're not getting that quality time that you should be getting on a k one visa. So my biggest issue is that it seems like maybe or Julia and Brandon, they're kind of doing what they're being asked of by Ron and Betty. But Ron and Betty are not compromising at all. There's no not given at all. There's no give and take there.
1: There is only one way of doing things, and yeah. it's Betty's way
0: exactly. She needs to be like, okay. You can sleep in on these days or one night a week. You can sleep together in the same room. We'll put earplugs like in. Or even
1: and- with the wedding. It's like, oh, that's Mother's Day weekend. No, no, no. That's not going to happen.
0: Right. Everything like, has everything, to be there Exactly.
1: Away. She is like the sun.
0: This, everything revolves around her. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got it. I got it. You're smart. Yeah.
1: Your IQ is, more, uh-huh. your IQ is pretty high. I, I, Am I right? So I'll Am I take right? a
0: Facebook quiz. I'll find out. <laughs> so it's the next morning and Ron and Brandon are plotting out how to rearrange the hay bales. This is riveting farm stuff right mm. here. Here's what I think needs to happen. Brandon and Ron, sure, go rearrange the hay bales. Betty and Julia, they should spend some time together. Have some tea, talk, have mm-hmm. some conversation, right? That's how you're going to bond. That's how you're going to form a relationship and feel like mother in law. Yeah, I agree. But no, Julia rolls into the kitchen and Betty goes, You sleep well? And before <laughs> Julia can even answer, Ron goes, You slept late.
1: Classic, Ron.
0: Ron is taking on more and more of Betty's. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that attitude. Ron
1: is becoming Betty.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, Ron and Betty are the two last faces I want to see in the morning. Let's put that <laughs> out right Very there. Very true. You wake up at 7 in the morning. I don't want to see Betty's face staring at me. <laughs> so, yeah, Betty then offers, I think Betty offers Julia tea.
1: No, no, Ron offers Ron does, her. yeah.
0: Ron, so it's a whole good cop, bad cop thing. Like
1: Yeah, but then Betty goes like, oh, no, it's too late. We don't have time t- for it. Right. So Like, boof. poor Julia doesn't even get to drink a tea.
0: Betty has her coffee, and Betty and Julia... Take off to go tend to the farm. Like,
1: why couldn't Julia walk around with her tea?
0: Right. Because Betty needs to make a point. You snooze, you lose. Oh. So, Betty brings Julia to the sheep and the goats. Julia just starts freaking out around these animals. Meanwhile, Betty starts basically making out with a goat in the corner.
1: Was it a goat or a sheep?
0: I'm not... I don't know. I You're the one that she- nails these quizzes, probably.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with a sheep. Okay, so guys, if it was a goat, please let us know.
0: Betty's basically French kissing a sheep. You have Ron doing animals and <laughs> Betty French kissing sheep.
1: <laughs> you remember once we pet a sheep?
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's
1: not soft at it's all. A, yeah, you it's think it'd fluffy. be more soft?
0: It's 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 like, very Brillo, hard. it's like a Brillo pad, almost.
1: Yeah, at least the sheep we pad.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say something. I have no idea if it's true or not. I feel like when you process wool, it's mm-hmm. the process that probably makes it soft. I don't think I it just guess, comes yeah. off naturally. or well, maybe you this, condition it or something. Well, this
1: was a sheep in the center of Prague, next to a That's
0: true.
1: <laughs> it, they were playing a Bethlehem. It's a city sheep. Well, yeah, but it was all around Christmas. They were playing a Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. What's the Bethlehem. You're
0: asking the wrong person.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we say Bethlehem in Czech. They say Bethlehem in other languages. But anyways, there was a Jesus. There was a Mary, and there were a bunch of animals. You could pet them and feed <laughs> yeah. them. So we pet the sheep. But I feel like everyone else was petting the sheep, so she was a little like all yeah, touched little, up, used, a little, a little used. worn.
0: Yeah, she's a little worn. <laughs> Wasn't the softest wasn't, sheep.
1: I was the first time I touched a sheep and it wasn't pleasant.
0: It's probably the last time I'll ever touch a sheep.
1: I mean, if I see a fluffy sheep in like somewhere in, in a field, yeah, I would give it a shot again. All
0: right, sure, why not? So, okay, you got that weird stuff going on in the girls' barn and the boys' barn. You got Ron <laughs> and Brandon. Ron's trying to have a father son talk with Brandon. He gets up, he climbs up that ladder, stands up on top of whatever platform it is and he's like this whole farm can be yours one day brandon and brandon's just looking at him like oh dad like this is not my dream it's never my dream julia's my dream and i want to find what our dream will be
1: yes i would say if the farm was profitable you know (laughs) i would be like oh that's awesome you know he can inherit a family business Sure, but they all have a job. That's why I'm questioning this whole thing. But, you know, we might be wrong. They might be making a good amount of money off of this, so who knows? Who
0: knows? But it does just seem like he would be inheriting a lot of headaches, a lot of work.
1: A lot of animals.
0: And a lot of anim- and a lot of cars.
1: A lot of cars. Yeah.
0: So, that's Brandon and Julia. That's BJ. Oh. They got a lot of time this episode. They did,
1: because... They took, we, one, yeah, they took they one took week one, off. One week off, yeah.
0: And then they were back, like an, I feel like an hour. Just nonstop beach. Literally.
1: Trip.
0: Yeah. All right. Next up, I got Rebecca and Ziad.
1: I got Rebecca and Ziad too.
0: All right. So Rebecca, Ziad, Tiffany, and Micah, they're finally getting back to the apartment after that awkward dinner at the Ice House. Remember, they dragged mm-hmm. Ziad from the airport. This poor guy, tired. He smelled great. I was going to say tired, (laughs) probably smelled bad, but dragged him to the ice house. Micah grilled him and he survived. They go back to the apartment. Tiffany and Micah say goodbye to Rebecca. They give each other nice long hugs. But I don't think I didn't see Tiffany or Micah even utter the words goodbye to Zied.
1: Yeah. They just got in the car.
0: They just got in the car and left. I'm telling you, like, no one's trying to make a good first impression. You got Ron and Betty
1: mm-hmm. cracking
0: the whip, making Julia run the farm while they're away doing who knows what. And now you have Rebecca's kids not even saying pleasantries to Ziad, not even hugging him goodbye or saying goodbye. So like, don't you want to make a good first impression? Start off on a good foot? Yeah. No, they don't care. So Rebecca brings Zied into the apartment, starts to give him the tour. The first stop of this tour is the bedroom. Not a good start. The bedroom is worse than Julia's bedroom. It's
1: just a mat mattress with, you know, some sheets and blanket and some pillows. It's on the floor.
0: Well, who needs a bed frame when you have a ring light?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too.
0: Why is the ring light in the bedroom pointed at the bed? It's
1: for the selfies.
0: Was well, Rebecca on OnlyFans? Like, what's going on? I mean, Why who is knows? the ring light could have been in the live?
1: Who isn't on OnlyFans? I
0: don't know, but put the ring light in your living room. Why is it in your bedroom pointed at your bed?
1: Maybe she was doing some sexy FaceTiming with Ziad before he oh, came. Oh
0: yeah, it's like I can't put the filters on.
1: But she, she just moved there. Yeah. Right. So.
0: Well, recently she used to live there with her ex-husband. I don't know if you knew that she used to live <laughs> in that building. With her Moroccan I think ex. everyone
1: knows that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when the season started, she lived in a different apartment.
0: And then she moved. Did she ever move into her daughter's place? No. no.
1: I think she said she decided on not doing that because of Ziad. Good move. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's oh, a good decision.
1: Oh, he would just like spin it around and, you know, be like, buy yeah, America. Next flight back. Next, next flight, flight back to Tunisia.
0: Yeah. So, okay. I think Ziad believes this apartment is like half finished because of the exposed bricks, the open ceilings. I think he feels like it's a fixer upper because Rebecca takes him to the kitchen and goes, this is where you can make me breakfast. And Zed's like, Oh, I promise I'll, (laughs) I'll help fix. I'll help us. I'm not worried. And I'm going, he doesn't know what she's talking about. He doesn't realize she's talking about breakfast. He's looking around at these concrete floors mm-hmm. and brick walls going, I guess I got to put up some sheetrock. And in. that's,
1: that's, remember I asked you this last time, I was like, what do you think Zia's is going to yeah. think about his cool modern industrial apartment?
0: <laughs> he, he thinks it needs work.
1: <laughs> but, but I didn't want to skip high, but I feel like it fits right here. The next day when he calls with his mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mom asks, he shows, and then mom was like, oh, it looks a little outdated. And and he said, no, 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 this is expensive. So I almost feel like Rebecca I know, but explained th- it to him. Maybe I don't he-
0: know. Things in America are expensive. You might go, I'm not getting a, think about it. our New York City apartment. was the size of a shoebox. It was but still expensive. It, it was doesn't really mean- nice.
1: It was. It was a tiny, nice place.
0: I know, but I'm saying price in America doesn't always equate to greatness. He could be like, I know it looks bad, but it's really expensive.
1: I almost feel like Rebecca explained it to you like, oh, no, this is cool. This is cool. And we pay a lot of money for this. So this is cool.
0: Well, it's got a shopping cart in the yeah, middle. That's, <laughs>
1: like, I still don't understand where she got it from.
0: That shopping cart has gotten more screen time this season than Stephanie and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> right? That thing's been in every episode. That is so true. So Zia, he does seem a little off though. He seems bummed.
1: Well, I have to say, you know, I know she just moved there, but she also could have asked Micah and Tiffany or hire movers for a few hours to bring her stuff from the storage. I know. Because she keeps saying, oh, I have a bed frame. Oh, I have furniture. Girl, you should have brought it in. Yeah. Because the apartment, as cool as it looks, overall... It looks terrible if you just walk in and, as you said, there is a shopping cart and a ring glide.
0: You can rent a U-Haul for $19. Exactly. And at least bring the guy a chair. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, as we saw, the next day she goes to work, right? She leaves Zietta alone. I'm telling you, she's going to come back and there's going to be carpet on the floors and sheetrock <laughs> on the walls because she's, <laughs> she's going to take care of business. But
1: like he's going to paint the walls. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> he's like, all right, I guess she brought me here to do work. But he's all alone. He's got nothing. I guess he somehow finds the ingredients to make coffee.
1: But well, it's like a milk with coffee, which is something I like. And sugar. Yeah, no sugar for me, but.
0: But he doesn't even have a chair to sit on. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like he's just going to stand there in the middle of that apartment for eight hours or however long she's gone. Where's the PlayStation? Right? This would be a great time for yep. the guy to have some video games to keep him busy.
1: I said, um, this is not a spoiler. I just saw on Instagram, Cold from Cold and Larissa mm-hmm. was watching. And his comment was, where is the PlayStation? Oh, really?
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. I thought that was the whole idea is let's give this guy something to do. No, you leave him the first day. And I get it. Rebecca says, he's not working. We need to make money. So I can't take a day off. Then you should have.
1: Yeah, she should like sign him up for Rosetta Stone order.
0: Or give him a deck of cards and he can play solitaire. Something.
1: But, I, I meant like he could learn English.
0: Right. <laughs> instead he instead he does. He facetimes his mom, gives her the little tour, shows her the giant milk. Very impressed with the
1: <laughs> giant milk. Nothing this big anywhere else. I feel like I, when I came to America, I was surprised. I, sometimes I question the size of certain things. And Milk.
0: Now your favorite place is Costco. So you've come a long way.
1: I live for Costco.
0: We are, though. We're a little overindulgent here. The bigger, the better.
1: We obsess with Costco.
0: But you're right. This is where his mom says the, the apartment looks outdated. And I'm telling you, we talked about it on a past podcast. I think it's a privilege you have to be privileged to enjoy that loft style apartment because mm-hmm. you go, oh, I'm so sick of plush carpets and sheetrocked walls. Take it all away. I want to go back to the basics. That is coming from a place of privilege, I mm-hmm. think. So. <sighs>
1: but I feel like he must have been a little confused because, you know, naked walls, this like large tall ceilings, yeah. large like. Oh, what do you call it? Like industrial style mm-hmm. windows, but a nice kitchen. That's true. Right? So it's like, and it all looks awesome for us or for people who who know what industrial style apartment. Well, me- people
0: who like that. style. Yeah. there's plenty of people in America who would look at that and go, oh, it's way too cold. It's yeah. oh, way too I love minimalist.
1: Uh, can we move there? <laughs> but
0: I can picture Ziad's mom looking at this going, what did Ziad do? Mm-hmm. You know, he's living in a garage. He was way better off. At home with us in a comfortable mm-hmm. home with heat and
1: and mom goes like, oh, that looks a little outdated. I know, I know. And I actually, I expected, I expected this reaction from Ziad. I expected this reaction from any foreigner.
0: I guess. I I f- not I any, felt any foreigner. I think the only
1: one who could appreciate it could be maybe Yara. I who think Yara seems to you know keep up with trends.
0: Could you imagine Natalie there? She thinks Mike's place is cold. That's at least got furniture. And well, fireplace. I'm sure she would
1: appreciate it more than so? Mike's house. I mean, sh- she's. No, she'll she's find terrible. something
0: to, to complain yeah. about no matter We'll where
1: get she's. there.
0: So, this was the first time Ziad has ever chatted, ever video chatted with his mom. And he says it makes him feel further from his family that he's FaceTiming her. You FaceTime your parents all the time. Do you feel distant when you're doing it?
1: I don't anymore. Okay. Oh, but it. You know, it evolved when I moved to the U.S. 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. I had a flip phone.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I couldn't just FaceTime my parents, you know, just whenever I wanted. I had to find the time, open the computer and so did my parents. so we didn't, we only talked on the weekends. And, you know, like eventually my parents got on Facebook. I bought an iPhone. My parents got iPhones. So it became an instant conversation. So... I talk to them all the time because now, you know, you have all these like, you can you can text message, you can, you know, message on Facebook, you don't pay any money for it. We all have the same smartphone, you know, but it wasn't like that 10 years ago. 10 years ago, it was Skype and we had to be like, okay, guys, I'm going to be on Skype on Saturday, 3 p.m. because I work until 2.
0: I get that, but I'm saying just the... Experience of video chatting someone does that make you feel more distant than them because it's a clear reminder you're not in the same room or does it make you feel I mean we video chat my parents once a week yeah look I mean my parents live in the states but we don't video
1: chat with them once a week I'm gonna say once a month fine
0: but we do it we if we were gonna see my parents we would have to get on a plane yeah or we could drive twenty hours but (laughs) which we've done but we have to get on a plane to see them just like we get on a plane to see yours. When we video chat, it feels like we're hanging out in the same Mm -hmm. room. I don't feel that distance. I think it's amazing technology. Yeah, only will help ninety-day fiancés in the future because I think it keeps the connection alive. You're always FaceTiming.
1: Yeah, because I I like chatting with them, and I I feel it'd be
0: much harder for you if you could not do that.
1: I also feel like I get better over the years. The older I get, the more it's not homesick. Like. I don't feel homesick anymore because you are my home. Like wherever yeah. you and I are, that's, that's where I feel home. So I don't feel homesick anymore as I did for many years. But it's like, I almost feel like, oh, I want to be in touch with them more because, you know, we all are getting older and I cannot see them whenever I want. So yes, I got to the point that I do talk to them every single day. i maybe Skype or FaceTime with them three to four or five times a week. Sometimes we just look at each other because we have nothing to talk about.
0: Right. You still have that connection, though. I yeah. think Ziad's getting homesick because he just left home.
1: And El Pass, El pass it took me about four years.
0: Well, it's not even that. It takes time when you get to your new place. Like when we visit Europe and then mm-hmm. we come home for a couple of days, you're like, oh, I miss Europe. Mm-hmm. And then a week or two later, it's nice memories. And you go, I can't wait to go again. Yeah. Ziet is still fresh off the plane, still thinking yeah. about home. Oh, yeah. So then to FaceTime your family, you know, the next day, it's going to be even that much more mm-hmm. bittersweet. So I get it. He misses his family. Rebecca comes home. He brings up the fact that he FaceTimed his mom and he's feeling homesick. And he's like, when, when do you think I can go back? I want to go back already. Maybe the next couple months I can go back. And she says, I don't think so. I don't think with your visa, you can just turn around and go home. because I'm sure,
1: you know, it's expensive. And since Rebecca is the only one who's making money, paying for everything, she cannot just, you know, buy two plan tickets and go visit Zia's family.
0: Yeah, I think you got to give him time because she gets worried. She starts thinking, oh, he wants to go home already. He's not happy. I got to make sure I'm not making a mistake again. Because she's always got her ex in the back of her mind, right? The ghost of her ex is definitely in that building, always thinking about that relationship. And she's worried, like, I got to use this 90 days. I got to make sure Zia's really into me, really into America, because I can't go through what I went through again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Side note, can Rebecca wear a different T-shirt, please, besides that Joel's shirt? Because every time <laughs> she comes on the screen, I get very hungry. Well, she's
1: promoting.
0: I'm getting very hungry. All right, let's talk about the most miserable couple of this season.
1: The most annoying. I don't want to say couple because only part of the couple is annoying.
0: Yeah, and they're probably not going to be a couple for much longer.
1: And it's not Mike.
0: It's Natalie.
1: It's Natalie, but the couple is Mike and Natalie.
0: (laughs) So Natalie, she's been in the States for about a month at this point, basically alone the whole time. She's been here. I mean,
1: she's a cat.
0: <laughs> well, she's finally gotten to the point where she's forcing the cat to be friends with her, right? She rips that thing out of the window and is like, "We're gonna cuddle." She has to force Mike to love her. Now she has to force this cat to love her. She's a lot of, a lot of force. She
1: has she has a lot of issues.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get into them. So Mike is away at work, and Natalie, she's a little sneaky. She starts searching. Through Mike's house to try to find the engagement ring, right?
1: The engagement ring that she gave away.
0: She threw. I was just going to say. Back at him. She
1: was saying, oh, Mike is probably mad that I gave the ring away. And I'm like, you didn't give it away. You threw it at him. Right. You literally threw it at him.
0: She should be able to look down at her left hand and find it just like that. But no, she threw it away. So now she's scrounging, scavenging through the house to try to find this.
1: I just, and as we, you know, we discussed this on our life many times, but, you know, for those who don't listen to our lives, which I don't understand why, wouldn't you? (laughs) But, you know. If you
0: want to learn about supermarkets, go back and watch the one from last night.
1: Definitely do that. But I was going to say, if you... Took your ring off and threw it at me, we would be done. Yeah, no, because I it. would find it so disrespectful.
0: That's the word. Yeah, it's completely disrespectful. Like it's it's so the most disrespectful thing you can do. You know,
1: people argue, people get into fights, people, yes, should happen.
0: It's literally throwing the relationship away. It seems you're throwing the ring, you're throwing the relationship yeah. away. So, here's a tip, Natalie check Alien documentary dvd case or something i'm sure it's probably in there oh yeah knows you're not going to go there
1: <laughs> or in the stinky closet
0: no she went in the stinky closet
1: oh, that's right that's right that's right
0: that's how badly she wanted it is that she went into that closet but here's the thing i'm surprised about the fact that tlc would sign mike and natalie up for the season knowing mike is going to be commuting six hours a day working at least eight hours a day, right? There's no time to film anything.
1: True, but they still bring the drama and I feel like that's uh, why they did. They
0: brought the drama the last 10 minutes of this episode, but mm. the rest of this episode, not so much, but think about it. You have Mike and Natalie, which is basically, Natalie. Mike, which is basically Natalie because Mike's away at work the whole time. You have Jovi and Yara, which is basically Yara mm-hmm. because Jovi left for a month. I think it was interesting that TLC decided to take these couples on knowing yeah. we're not going to get much from them. For a large portion of this filming.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll get something. Maybe Mike will take some days off or, you know. <laughs> he, took, come- he took
0: all of his days off to go to the waterfall. I don't know how much vacation <laughs> yeah. this guy gets.
1: Or maybe they should combine you. Know, they should shoot and combine like instead of, you know, having one episode filming one day when she's alone. Yeah. To, to put... The whole week of like them every single night when they interact into Um, one episode. I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm pretty sure they edited together last episode of the one before several days of Natalie just cleaning. (laughs) Right. It looked like it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they stitched that together. Anyways, yes, she's ripping through this house looking for this engagement ring. Finds a safe, but can't find the key. So she's out of luck. She is defeated. She can no longer pursue this. She thinks it's stuck in that safe, but she's going to she's going to wait to give Mike an earful when he gets home.
1: <laughs> she sure will.
0: So, OK, it's nightfall. Mike returns. Natalie's building a fire. At least she's learning some life skills, I feel like. While she's stuck home alone, at least she's learned to build a fire. I
1: mean, she's always cold. So
0: so it's probably the first thing. It's she'd about learn. time. Yeah, It's
1: about time, Natalie.
0: So Mike walks in, and he's being a little lovey-dovey.
1: I think he, he was drunk. I think he
0: was drunk. Maybe I not, think he was maybe not tipsy. drunk,
1: yes, tipsy. He a little the tipsy.
0: So it's drunk Mike, and it's, it's called Natalie, and they start talking about dinner. What are we going to eat? And Natalie, she's got so many rules. So Mike, I don't want you to eat pasta at night, mm-hmm. which actually isn't the worst rule, but okay. It's still another rule that Mike has we to We had pasta
1: by. for dinner last night, by we the sure way. We sure did.
0: But I'm saying- It was fabulous, wasn't it? Still, we make a homemade penne vodka. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. But I get it. You're going to eat all these carbs and you're just going to go to sleep. Okay. Probably not the best thing, but it's just one more rule that Natalie has. So then Mike goes, "Well, oh, what about stir fry? You know, veggies, some mm-hmm. shrimp. Natalie freaks out because she thinks stir fry is fried food mm-hmm. and- that's not good for Mike's diet. Mike's got to lose 20 kilos, I think. <laughs> ten, 10 kilos. Mike's got to lose 10 kilos. It was like 20 pounds. Yeah. Right? So they get into this whole argument with over the food. And Mike is like, all right, I'll make this stir fry with water. It's healthy. It's vegetables. It's fish. I'll make it with water. Natalie does a 180, gets so happy that... <laughs> This, it's borderline scary the way she goes back and forth.
1: She it, is crazy. She's crazy.
0: We've said it many times, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Mm-hmm. Hyde. The way she goes back and forth, you don't know which one she's going to mm-hmm. get.
1: Also, it's okay to make stir fry using olive oil. Yeah. This how we make it. It's healthy or olive oil.
0: I think olive oil is healthy, mm-hmm. yeah. Avocado oil. Avocado oil. Right? Whatever you want. It's not necessarily fried. It's, no, it's uh,
1: fried if you use like a bad... Like vegetable oil and And you you deep fry it. (laughs) Not if you saute
0: Exactly.
1: I was like, girlfriend, you're telling him he can do stir fry. Meanwhile, you're making stir fry.
0: The most surprising (laughs) thing is that Mike knows what stir fry is and Natalie doesn't. Mike doesn't seem like a guy who's... Too good in the kitchen, but he's like, Let me whip up some stir fry. I mean, he
1: lives by himself, and stir fry is easy. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's not that easy, eats, but I
0: think he's a box of pasta type of guy yeah, or I think McDonald's so. on the way home type of guy. <sighs> I don't think he's true. I don't think he's whipping up stir fry for Bojangles. <laughs> we do pancake <laughs> Sunday and stir fry Fridays. Stir Fridays, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean,
1: who knows?
0: Who knows? I've been surprised many times on this who show. Who knows? So. Okay. Mike's losing. He's losing is cool because Natalie is hot and she's cold. She's hot and she's cold. So he's like, I'm going to grab a Literally.
1: beer. Literally. No, <laughs> she's just cold, 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 cold.
0: But now she's, she's going crazy. So Mike's, I need a beer. I'm going to get a beer. And Natalie's like, "Nie, nie, no alcohol. Drink water. Mike's like, no, it was a long hard day put in the hours at work i'm gonna have a beer
1: so, i'm with you mike have oh, the yeah. beer
0: have the beer you earned it you earned a six-pack by living with this woman
1: you earn like drinking every single day yeah get, get yourself a keg exactly. get yourself
0: a keg get one of those helmets that you can put the beer cans oh yeah in oh yeah and just leave it on at all times so he starts <laughs> chugging this beer he's like oh it's so yummy this is such a yummy beer just rubbing it in natalie's face This is where Natalie goes. When you lose 10 kilos, we can talk. This is so unhealthy. This relationship is so So
1: unhealthy. Meanwhile, she's like, I need to gain weight, but you have to lose weight.
0: Right. Well, have a beer, Natalie. Have some of those delicious carbs from a beer if you want to gain weight. She
1: is the worst. If you talk to me like that, we would not be sitting here.
0: No, there's nothing that you could.
1: Like you cannot love someone who talks to you this way? Who
0: throws the engagement uh-huh. ring back and then continues to talk to you this way.
1: And like, forget that she's, she is a pretty lady, right? When forget you can
0: figure out her makeup. Forget
1: her looks. She yeah. is horrible. From mm-hmm. what we see, I can't take it.
0: No, there's really, she's run out of redeeming qualities at this point. So now she tells Mike, I was looking for the engagement ring today. I was looking for it, I couldn't find it. You must have sold it. You must have sold it. And Mike makes a good a good rebuttal. He's like, well, you know, I got to pay the bills. Somehow. Mm, I don't
1: think she picked it up. No, no. So,
0: <laughs> but Mike goes, why would you look for the ring? You didn't want it before. Why do you want it now? And I didn't totally understand her response because she goes, well, I've been here for a month and nothing's changed. Well, so she, I figured I should on get the ring.
1: Say, visa. So I guess that's what she was re- Referring to well, just
0: putting a piece of jewelry on your finger doesn't make it any more legitimate. I think
1: it does. Having a
0: piece—if you found a ring somewhere under the cushion, wherever it was, in Bojangles' dog food bowl—and you put it on, it doesn't make the relationship more.
1: Yes, sorry, I I misunderstood what you were saying. If Mike
0: gave it to her, yes, fine. But you're scrounging for it yourself. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. I agree. I, I misunderstood your thoughts.
0: Yeah, so then now, this is where it gets good. Out of the blue, Natalie asks, how much is your IQ? Mine is high. Mine's 110.
1: I was like, did she actually say that? One, two, high, 110 is an average IQ. Totally It's not average. even above average. It's not even high. It's average. So you have up. to take a chill pill, Natalie.
0: I looked it up. Most people score between 85 and 115.
1: Mm-hmm. So and that's average.
0: That's right. If most people score it. That's average above 130. That's where it gets impressive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Natalie's bragging about her average IQ. Then well, Mike goes, no, I haven't taken an IQ test. And I don't think any of us are surprised. Mike doesn't look like the guy who's lining up to take an IQ test. True. But then Natalie goes, have you ever been to museums at least once? That is so offensive.
1: So, like, what does she, does she think only people with high IQ go, go to museums? Like I they, think so. Because that followed her IQ comment. Right,
0: I think she's like, are Are you smart? Are you cultured? Are you educated? Yeah. Do you go to museums at least once? that asking if you go to museums in this context, offensive. Adding the at least once, super offensive.
1: She is the worst.
0: But I'm pretty sure Mike goes, I've been to the Louvre. Yeah. I think he meant the Louvre.
1: Yeah, he meant the Louvre in Paris. (laughs) So
0: so knock some points off his IQ right there because he kind of butchered (laughs) that name. And then Natalie goes, are you low class? I live in low class now.
1: I was, I could not believe that she was saying that. It was
0: one thing after the next. Just insult after insult.
1: It's, and I don't want to sound offensive or anything. She's 35. She lives. She lived with her mom mm-hmm. in an apartment. Yeah, that you, Natalie. You're not a high class lady.
0: No, it, maybe you're middle class.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Like calling someone low class is so low class.
0: Calling someone, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. And I don't even think Mike's low class. I think I he, don't either. I think he's bow class. I th- <laughs> like. <laughs> like shooting off fireworks during the day, binge watching alien documentaries. That's low class.
1: I just think that he, I'll tell you why I don't think he's low class. He traveled. He, you know, works hard. He spends his money. I, I think he's middle class.
0: Yeah. I mean, what's your definition of low class? Because you could make 500000 a year. And live in a trailer and drink Budweiser and have pancake sundaes with your uncle Bo, or you could make twenty five thousand and spend every penny on trying to look posh and trying to go to museums. Yeah. Right? The money is not necessarily what makes you hire low I class. Don't even it's how know. You carry yourself? I don't
1: even know what I define as low class. I get what she's
0: saying. She's trying to say trailer park.
1: Yeah, she she is, but...
0: Because his house is a borderline trailer, I think. It's, yeah, it's but very he, close like, to that. He
1: was, I guess, as we learned, he was married before. Yeah, but she's
0: the, also low IQ, I think.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: That's what she said. That's what Natalie said. Natalie's
1: the worst. But she's like,
0: probably low class too. She, did she say that? Yeah, she goes... They're, they're getting to this whole thing. And she goes... Because she kept bringing up like, oh, the people you you're with, you're low, cl- you low IQ, you're low class, your ex-wife. She's by a low class, too. Oh, my God.
1: how many?
0: Oh, how many strikes she grossed, did she just exactly. get in this she one conversation? So
1: many lines.
0: Yes. All of the lines.
1: And uh, Mike was a dude. Well, Mike is a dude. He lived with his uncle in the middle of nowhere. He's not going to shop at Pottery Barn.
0: I always forget how young Mike actually is. He's 35, and it's not like he's 19, but sometimes I look at him and I go, Oh, he's like 40. He can be Mm -hmm. 40. He's a 30 year old dude who's doing his thing on the farm, shooting off fireworks during the day.
1: I just don't think he wants to live any posh life. But in the the same time, when she landed, they stayed at a nice hotel. He flew to Ukraine several times, they've been to Paris. She wasn't calling them
0: low class when they were I staying at that. I don't
1: think someone loft. who's low class would do all this. No. And, no. The fa- you know, he took her to see the waterfalls. They stayed at a nice hotel. He took her to nice dinners. Like, what's wrong with her?
0: Just very offensive. It's something very you, offensive. It's something you don't say. Even like you don't say it, especially if you think they're low class. Maybe it's a dig that you and your other rich friends say. You know, if you're all hanging out with your millionaire friends and your friend does something stupid, like, oh, you're so low class. But
1: that's yeah, maybe. But, but Natalie, I'm saying you don't
0: tell like, Mike could be low class. Who knows what your definition of it is? I don't think he makes, you know, six figures.
1: I mean, I, who knows? Who
0: knows? Actually, I think when we did look up his salary, it was pretty close. To yeah. That. So what, who who knows? knows? Who knows? Either it's way, not just you shouldn't about say
1: money is also about, you know, it's the way you act.
0: How about this is your fiance? And you probably shouldn't call him low class and low IQ. How about it's just as simple as that? Mm-hmm. Don't be offensive to your, someone you supposedly love, someone you want to spend the rest of your life with.
1: Because, and if, you know, if you, you're calling him low class, but you want to be married to him, maybe you're a low class too. And yeah. Low, you know? you. No, call- she,
0: she, I don't even know what low class is. She was acting low class yeah. though.
1: <laughs> oh, so low class. Like she was like below class.
0: Below class. <laughs> we got bow class, below class, so many classes. Yeah, we're taking a class right now on classes. But so Mike tries to settle the situation down. He tries to be the bigger man. He tries to change the subject. Goes over to Natalie, tries to kind of touch her. And she's like, don't touch me. You're drunk. I'm scared of you. A low class drunk man. That's what she calls and him. And I feel like.
1: All, all the insults just, just feel right like together. I where he should have said pack your bags yeah i'm taking you to the airport and you you're going back no, he i don't want to deal with you anymore he
0: should have said i'm glad you didn't unpack your bags because go yes. to the, go to the airport you're done here your time is up but she actually does say i think i'm going home soon she tells the cameras that mm-hmm. at the very end of the segment i think i'm going home soon
1: as she should like not not that she's rude and makes Mike miserable. She is unhappy herself. So
0: yeah, she's miserable. She's making Mike miserable. She's the worst. But her makeup was a little better this episode.
1: Well, I think it's the the crazy makeup was what TLC did.
0: You you still think that? <laughs>
1: or I think, maybe it was her. Who knows? Her cheeks were a little dark.
0: A little bit. Yeah. I saw someone was saying she's using bronzer as blush. Is that possibly yeah. what's happening here? As
1: she should not. Oh,
0: that's low class.
1: So low class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about someone who knows how to do makeup, actually. Someone who's who's got that figured out. Yara. Yara Jovi and Yara. and
1: Jovi, yeah.
0: So Yara, speaking of people who just are alone all day, Yara's alone in New Orleans because Jovi's, where is he, Guyana? Is he Guyana? Guyana? Yeah. He's working on the boat. He's off working on the boat for a month. So Yara, she's got nothing to do. She goes up to meet with Mama Gwen and Jovi's aunt, Renette. They're going to meet for coffee because, as Yara says, it's better than sitting at home alone.
1: Anything's better.
0: I guess. So Renette meets Yara, a little skeptical of her. You can tell Renette's a little skeptical of Yara. Mm -hmm. She goes ahead and pulls a pop pop Joe. She goes, when are you guys thinking about getting married? You know, when's the date? Is it Mother's Day? I hope it's not Mother's Day. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs>
0: and Yara goes, hopefully when Jovi gets back from work, we'll go to Vegas and we'll get married. And Gwen's like, oh, here we go again. Yara still wants to do the Vegas wedding. Mama Gwen wants to do a proper mm, a, bayou, a proper bayou
1: mm-hmm.
0: celebration. But the, the thing is, Yara's family can't make it, so Yara doesn't want to do it. Right, either we're gonna just do it the two of us, or we're gonna do it all of us, and Mm -hmm. the all of us thing can't happen, so it's gonna be just the two of us.
1: I get it, but in the same time, she should find make some you know compromises. Yeah, like all right, let us you know get married just the two of us, and maybe have a celebration with you guys, and and then we'll fly to Ukraine have a celebration with my family.
0: It it's fair that way. I think it's fair that way. You should give. You should give Mama Gwen what she wants, right? She's Jovi's mom. Let her be a part of this. Let her celebrate the love.
1: Plus, like, wedding, if, you know, if you are getting married because you love each other, not because, like, Mohammed and Daniel, because you're scamming oh, each yeah. other. Uh-huh. If you're getting married because you, you're you in love, you should celebrate it. You
0: want people to celebrate yeah. it. We were so happy to be able to have people celebrate us. Here's one day.
1: I loved our wedding. It it was was, the best wedding I've ever been to. I
0: truly think (laughs) if Yara does a courthouse wedding or a Vegas wedding and never does the big celebration, she's going to regret it. Mm -hmm. She's going to think back five, 10, 20 years from now and go, maybe I should have done it. Maybe I should have had everyone come together Mm -hmm. and celebrate us and shower us with love. We did it. And I still am regretful that we can't do it again. You know, we did. We did it once again. Yeah, we'll do a celebration in Europe for Mm -hmm. those who couldn't make it to America for sure. But I think at least do it once. At least do it once, Yara. You're gonna regret it if you don't. So, look, it's a reoccurring debate. This is gonna be the reoccurring issue with this couple: of where are we gonna get married? Are we gonna get married? Is it gonna be a big celebration? A small celebration? It it's gonna get tired that that conversation. And this was kind of boring until, until Aunt Renette asked if Yara had ever been married before, ever been engaged before. And breaking news, Yara has been engaged before Ooh. to a 60-year-old guy named David from Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously. Oh.
0: Seriously, Yara says she was proposed to. Accepted the ring, but then realized it wasn't the right mm-hmm. guy. She doesn't think that's an engagement, though. She says, "Well, no, he offered me a ring. I said yes. Like that's an engagement. That's basically all Maybe that needs he, to happen." Like, didn't
1: get down on one knee. Maybe they were like nope. partying. Still,
0: nope. Still an engagement.
1: Well, yes, but it's not like the engagement it's You know, the like engage- the-
0: it's the engagement. It's the engagement. An engagement is an engagement. It's not a legally binding contract. No, it's
1: not, but it's, it's at least proposed. in America, it's magical. I'm sure he
0: said, will you marry me? Here's a ring. And he was
1: Sh- like, cheers, drinking, let's get <laughs> married. You if know? she
0: took a ring and put it on her finger, engaged. Engaged. I guess, yeah. Okay, here's the real shocker, though. Yara was engaged when she met Jovi. <laughs>
1: Okay, is that what she said? Yes, didn't she say uh, four months later she met Jovi while she was engaged? She was engaged
0: for four months, which means Yara was on dating apps while she was engaged.
1: Well, that probably wasn't a real engagement.
0: Nope, it was. She Yara, not cool. That's not cool, Yara. You're engaged, this guy gave you a ring, and now you're on dating apps while you have this ring on your finger. You meet Jovi. That's not cool.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So this whole thing makes Gwen a little more suspicious of Yara. What are her intentions, right? Is she really here for Jovi or is she here just because she wants to be in America? Because we know she'll just accept engagements from anyone. (laughs) So it's a new day. Yara's walking around the streets of New Orleans by herself. She's not loving it. She's lonely. She's just trying to keep herself busy. She goes to the gym. That's what she does, I guess, to kill time. But she had to stop because she's not feeling too good. She's a little sick. She's not feeling
1: nauseous. A little nauseous. Everything makes her nauseous. Not
0: feeling great. So she goes and FaceTimes her friend Lyra back home. And she's talking to Lyra. She's telling Lyra, I'm losing my mind. I'm alone. I'm sad. I don't like that Jovi is gone every other month. And she actually has a little self-awareness here because when she's talking to Lyra, she calls out the fact that she's the one causing the fights. Mm. She's like, I'm probably driving Jovi mad. I know. I'm the one fighting. So I'm happy that she's aware of that. That's not something Natalie would do. Natalie would blame everything on Mike.
1: That's very true.
0: But Yara, you better get used to this work schedule or I don't feel like this relationship's going to work out.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's just going to change jobs. Well, let's say –
0: Let's play this out in our minds. Let's say he does change jobs. I'm assuming now we did some research. Let's say he makes six figures. Let's say he makes $100,000, mm-hmm. right? That's the very bottom of the six-figure number. He makes $100,000. He doesn't have a college degree as far as I know.
1: He doesn't? I don't I think he so. he does. Okay.
0: I don't think so. If he gets a new job and he starts at the bottom, he's not going to make $100,000. That's true. Right? So, what would make Yara more happy? Him leaving every other month and bringing home six figures, or him being home six days a week but making entry level money? Mm-hmm. What makes her more happy? I'm gonna say the six figures.
1: Mm-hmm. Plus, well, obviously, um, we don't even have to go there because you know we see each other every single day. But she knew about his job; like she got into the relationship knowing yeah. what his job and schedule is, and month a month in, a month out, it's not that bad.
0: It's not ideal, especially if you're pregnant and going to have a child and going to have to raise this well, kid. Well,
1: yes, but then your husband's going to be there for one full month, every single day of the time. Yeah. One month, you can, you know, he's going to be somewhere else. He so can FaceTime. Uh,
0: I go away for work sometimes. I'll be gone for a week. Imagine four times that every other month.
1: I can't, but I didn't, you know, when I met you, I didn't sign up for this. Right. I signed up for being with you all the time.
0: But as you say with Brandon and Julia, Julia has this idea that she's coming and Brandon's gonna change. So mm-hmm. Yara may also have this True. idea that Joey's gonna change. True. Again. But
1: in the same time, I feel like you, if the job is his passion, she, she should support him. Like totally I support agree. your job, you support my job.
0: Totally agree. But even more than that, I think she's going to be way happier with Jovi's salary now than if he mm-hmm. were to start a new job over and make minimum wage. Yeah, that's all I'm saying because she's fancy. She's a little fancy. Very fancy. Right? So then on this call, she brings up how she's not feeling great just all the time. Everything makes her nauseous, like you said. And Lyra goes, you might be pregnant. I think you might be pregnant. My question is, Yara's been pregnant before mm-hmm. She must know what it feels like
1: I guess
0: I don't know, I've never been pregnant I could be wrong, <laughs> but this should If she is pregnant, and I don't know if she is But if she is, it should not be a unfamiliar feeling for her She should go, oh, here we go, I've been here before, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think so, well, but I don't know, I've never been pregnant
0: No, and we'll see Yara said she's not ready to have a kid. She doesn't even know if she wants to stay in America. Mm. But we'll see what's going to happen. I don't know. Stay tuned. She's,
1: stay tuned, guys.
0: Stay tuned. She's going to open up a clothing shop. <laughs> Check it out on YouTube. Mm. Maybe it's baby clothes. Maybe she's selling baby clothes. Ooh. Oh, mm. I could see her doing, doing children's clothes. Like, I think she'd be good with kids. I think she seems like she'd be good with
1: kids. What makes you think that? She's...
0: Look, I didn't like her in the beginning of the season. I thought she was cold, like classic cold Ukrainian. But the more I see her, the more I'm like, she's kind of funny. She's
1: yeah. Kind of oh warm. no. Like I, I like her. I have nothing against her besides like her occasional posh moments.
0: I think she would get tired of kids after an hour or two. I think she would find it fun and entertaining for a little bit, and then she'd probably get tired. So maybe I'm taking well, back what I'm this saying. This is but- what
1: everyone says, and you know, um, we don't have kids. Well. Maybe you have kids one day. Yeah. Uh, I don't see myself right now having kids because I don't feel like I'm passionate about kids. Right. But people say once you have your own kid, it changes. Oh, yeah.
0: I could imagine that
1: for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: All right. You want to talk about someone who will never have kids together, but someone who has a lot of kids on their own?
1: <laughs> Andrew and Amira. Andrew and Amira.
0: So Andrew is still detained. At his all-inclusive resort in Puerto Vallarta. (laughs) He's eating dinner alone. I'm getting strong Caesar vibes here. When Caesar was having that dinner after Maria stood him up. Again? So sad. Yeah, again. So now you reminded me of Miracle. Again. Again. Again.
1: We love hockey. (laughs) It's like, Herb,
0: I think think it's enough. (laughs) Blow the whistle. Again. Yeah, we just watched that movie. Anyway, so Andrew is (laughs) just... Eating dinner. there's no one at that resort. That place really was a ghost town. He was the only. Yeah,
1: that's why I feel like he paid like twenty dollars a day.
0: He's the only one crazy enough to travel during a Mm -hmm. pandemic. There was nobody. Plus, I feel like it
1: was the beginning of the pandemic, so a lot of people did not go anywhere. I feel good. Yes, (laughs) of course. But I'm saying is like I feel now. We see people traveling, right. and people are, you know, we're tired of this. Yeah, you know, but we're at, tired
0: of not doing anything.
1: Yes, but at the beginning, people got people were scared. Yeah, I'm still scared.
0: I know. So he keeps saying he feels like Amira may blame him for everything that's happened. May? Uh, yeah, as she should. <laughs> I,
1: I hope she is blaming him.
0: So, P.S. I also don't think, I don't think he's changed. In three days. Unless he brought multiple wrinkled black button downs to Mexico with him. Oh, I don't he, think he's yeah. changed. He's worn the same clothing same. since he arrived. He's
1: probably like, all right, Amira's detained. I'll be detained over here.
0: Okay, maybe that's the smelliest room of this <laughs> season. Because there's a lot of sense going on. And his on.
1: hair is so oily.
0: Who would have thought Ziad would be the best smelling character of this <laughs> season? If you asked from episode one, who do you think is the best smelling character? I would not say Ziad. Apparently he is. Apparently Rebecca can't and get his enough. hair. Of that
1: stuff. He, you know, after yeah. Zid got the haircut, his hair looks fabulous. So I'm
0: going to say Andrew's hotel room most smelly, then Brandon and Julia's storage room, mm,
1: the miscellaneous room.
0: Yeah, and, and Mike's closet actually probably <laughs> not not the most smelly room on <gasps> ninety. So Andrew finishes up dinner. He heads back to the hotel room and he sees the mirrors online. So he's like, oh, she's online. Let me message her. And she's like, hi, baby. And then Andrew responds, are you okay, baby? And she's like, I'm so sorry, baby. And I, oh, this is a baby couple. We got mm-hmm. a baby couple. I should have known this was a baby couple. And
1: I was also questioning Amir. I'm, I'm like, why are you babying him since right this whole thing was his fault?
0: Right, right. You're still doing that baby talk. I can't, I can't deal with baby couples. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. And we have a couple baby couples on this season. Oh yeah, but I didn't see Andrew and Amira as a baby couple. Should have known.
1: Should've I don't known. think they're a couple, a couple anymore after nope. this fiasco. But we'll nope. see.
0: Because Amira responds, she's on the plane back to Amsterdam. Right, she's heading back to France instead of to Andrew. Mm-hmm. So the whole plan is out the window. Amira will not be making it to America. Amir, Amira, Amira, Amira. America. Amira. No, but America.
1: America. Oh. It's
0: not gonna happen. We can't do America. Oh. America is not gonna be happening this season. <laughs> so, Amira tells Andrew what it was like in detention. How she was detained, had no communication. It actually did kind of seem pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, Amira's English isn't great. It's not as good it's as good. It's not as good as Andrew's. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Right. And I doubt her captors spoke French. So she was probably even worse off than Andrew trying to communicate oh, yeah. with people in Mexico. So I kind of feel for her. Yeah. It kind like, of seems When rough. she
1: said, you know, when we have her arriving to Amsterdam, I'm sure it was a layover. It was pr- probably the first plane she could get on back to Europe. Yeah. Oh, uh, So she stayed at a hotel in Amsterdam. And she was talking about that she didn't know why she was detained. Which
0: Someone needs to just come clean It can't be that big of a You probably didn't have a return ticket That's what we're gonna say Yeah
1: And I think she traveled during COVID-19 No return ticket It was suspicious They thought she might be doing something legal Or she is doing something illegal But the fact that they didn't tell her. Well, they were maybe, doing
0: they were doing her a favor by preventing oh, sure, by but, preventing her from going to. But they probably stay should have just you know, be weeks. like,
1: "Hey, you cannot come here. Go back. Put her on the next on the next plane. Bye." The yeah. fact that she was in detention for, for three, three days. days.
0: So we catch up with her. She's in that hotel room by herself. Looks way better than Andrew's oh, yeah. in Mexico. I'll say. But she's in the bathroom. She's talking to a producer on the phone, I think, Mm -hmm. getting very emotional, saying she told Andrew what happened, how she was heading back to Europe, and Andrew never reached out to her, never checked in to see if she made it to the hotel, nothing. Then she goes on to say it wasn't her idea to go to Mexico, Mm -hmm. right? It was Andrew's. Mm -hmm. Then she says, I don't even love him.
1: Oh, she said that? I missed
0: it. I'm pretty sure. Unless I... Again, I don't think... I have a hard time understanding her, to be honest (laughs) with you. But she said, it's not my idea to go to Mexico. I don't even love him. Mm. And we learned he kind of emotionally abuses her and threatens her. So
1: emotionally abuses her. (sighs) I I couldn't believe what she was saying, if that's true.
0: I totally see it. I totally see
1: It, it. Girl, you should be lucky that you didn't make it to America.
0: Yeah. That you didn't become a Miss America. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the detention was, uh, you could sit there, cool out for a little bit. Think about and what you're about to do. It must have been
1: terrible. And uh, as Amira said, she doesn't wish for anyone to go through <laughs> this. And I totally agree. Well, but.
0: She was locked in a room for three days with nothing. No makeup. No makeup news. Nut, what was she doing?
1: Toilet, but no toilet paper.
0: She said she said she didn't shower for three days. I don't think Andrew showered for three days either. Yeah. And he wasn't even in a detention <laughs> center.
1: <laughs>
0: they, were, they were bonding over their lack of. Shower. Bathing, yeah. But on a serious note, I know 90 Day doesn't get involved with helping these couples process and file their visas. They don't? They
1: don't. No,
0: they're gonna still make you fill out the paperwork. Well, yeah, I guess. But
1: sometimes I'm curious because I know we decided we're gonna cover Mohammed and Daniel, so I want to save this for a new part. Yeah, but Mohammed and Daniel clearly a red flag couple, right? How did they go through it? I don't don't get it. I don't know. So that's why I feel like the show must
0: no, well, no. The only I'm basing it off. I think it was Libby. And she did one of those things on Instagram where was, ask us a question, we'll oh. answer. And someone asked, does TLC help you with your paperwork, with the visa? And she said, no, it's all you. You're on mm, your own. Okay. So my point here is, let's say that that's true and these couples are on their own. Don't you think or wouldn't you hope TLC would step in here and try to help Amira out?
1: And oh, yeah. I actually was surprised he didn't.
0: You have... Clueless Andrew in his hotel room. Mm-hmm. And then you have her sweet dad trying to figure something out from France. And then you have a production crew who I'm sure was at the Mexico City airport ready to mm-hmm. film her arriving. Mm-hmm. I hope someone tried to help her out. It doesn't seem like yeah. they did if she was stuck there for three days. Yeah. It's- but they got to have more pull, right? You, they've got to have more pull than at least Andrew. Uh, so- for sure.
1: And I'm sure someone on the cruise... Speak spanish
0: oh for sure they always usually have yeah, like especially a native
1: if you, yeah yeah if you film in mexico
0: so who knows i assume she's not lying we know she was in detention center
1: she was crying like a crazy person so i i felt like it was genuine
0: here's like, one thing i noticed when she was giving her interviews because mm-hmm. we know they're filmed later right when she's doing her little confessionals mm-hmm. to the camera she was still wearing that engagement ring oh. that andrew gave her and I don't mm. know if that's a move by production. Oh, okay. Keep on the engagement ring. We don't want to give away any secrets. But she was still wearing it.
1: Well, maybe she's just like you know what he's an asshole, but I got this piece of jewelry, so let me just rock it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do I think they're together? No, but no. she was wearing it, so
1: we'll learn. Never be
0: too sure. Yeah, I'm, we'll. Stay I don't tuned. think
1: this is the end of them. So
0: I don't think so. But I mean, I, don't, I think
1: this is the end of them as a couple. But I'm sure you know there'll be more. They'll speak.
0: Yeah, I forget what the previews for the next were, but we oh we saw her talking to her dad. Mm-hmm. So she'll I think she FaceTimes Andrew, but we saw her talking to her dad. We'll see. I'm not hopeful we'll for see. them. Definitely not hopeful for them.
1: And after again after what she said about Andrew, how he emotionally abuses her.
0: Right, that's true.
1: If that's true,
0: she should not talk to him anymore. No. Forget, forget marrying him. No Don't one talk. should talk to him. Don't talk to him.
1: No, good one should yeah, talk well, to him.
0: Re- you know, I believe people can redeem themselves. I hope. Second chances. But okay, okay. Amira, maybe you need to take a break from him.
1: And I hope she is. Yeah. Well. I,
0: I know a nice guy named Patrick that would go to France for you. Patrick and Miriam.
1: Oh, I yeah. I love
0: Patrick. I love Patrick. He, he
1: was very, oh, he is very enthusiastic.
0: He's very enthusiastic, super sweet, super nice, and he's a killer DJ.
1: He is a good DJ, He yeah. puts
0: these videos on Instagram, and I'll just click on him, on his stories, and we rock out. Yeah. We, his mixes no, are good. good.
1: he's good. Yeah,
0: shout out to Patrick yeah, on he, the he's ones a, and twos. He,
1: he seems like a very nice person. Yeah, and
0: he'll go to, he was ready to go to mm-hmm. Paris for Miriam, so look him up. Amira? <laughs> All right. Tariq and Hazel. Should we do it? Should we do this disaster?
1: Yeah. Dazel? Tarzel. Oh, Tarzel.
0: Harik. <laughs> it could be Harik.
1: Why did I say Dazel?
0: I have no idea. Vin Dazel? Vin Hazel? I don't know. It's Dazel Tar-
1: Washington?
0: Denzel? Oh. <laughs> it's Tarzel. It shouldn't be Tarzel, but it is. Unfortunately, it so,
1: is. So, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I... You know, I obviously see the Tarzan necklace, Mm -hmm. but uh, Hazel has a a little necklace. I couldn't read it. Right? I couldn't couldn't read read it. it. Does it say?
0: I don't know. It didn't say Tarzan. It didn't say Tarzan. I think it was two words. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Harry or something with her son. Yeah, that's true. Or Tarzan. What would be the power couple name if Minty was still in the picture?
1: Oh.
0: Tarzanthi? Tarzinti oh. It could be Tarzinti Maybe her yeah. necklace says Tarzinti
1: <laughs>
0: Who knows Anyways Tarzel's stepping out in their masks It's the first has, couple
1: Hastarti huh? like Hazel, Tarim, Minty
0: You think about it You <laughs> go in the corner and think about it And raise your hand when you figured it out I'm just going to keep talking
1: Hastarti
0: I don't know what You're saying house party? <laughs> that was the last episode They had a house party The friends came over They gave her no, a scarf No I'm saying
1: ha Like Hazel huh Tariq?
0: Hatar? Tea. Hatarti?
1: Like minty. Uh
0: oh. Okay. All right. Well, you work on that, though. Let me know when you got something else. That's a tough okay. one. Okay. That's a tough Okay. One. Anyways, Tarzal's going out, and this is the first couple we've seen wearing masks, I think. Mm hmm. Right? Because, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. They say it's the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Yes, they think it may get worse. And so that's why they're going out now.
1: I was laughing. They're like, oh, it may get worse. Oh, it and gets worse. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets 2021 worse.
1: and it's it's still going. It gets it's going a lot strong." Worse.
0: So here's what I found interesting. Hazel says she's used to wearing a mask in the Philippines, but thinks it's strange to wear it in America. But you'd never been to America before. So I don't get why it's strange. I guess movies. I know, but. If she had been to America, you know, a couple of years before and go, well, last time I was here, I didn't have to wear one. And now I do.
1: No, but this is how I, you know, you see, you watch documentaries. Yeah. From, let's say, China, right? Sure. People wear masks. face masks. Yeah. So if you and I planned a trip to China, I would probably pack a couple of masks for us. Because as we know, we see it on TV, the pollution, people wear masks. Right. I would... I would not be surprised and I would probably want to be prepared. So I think it goes both ways. Hazel was watching Move American Movies talking to Tariq. Nobody's wearing a mask.
0: She thought, I'm going to come to America and be free. And I can breathe this
1: beautiful air.
0: (laughs) Oh, nope. Now I have to wear a mask. So she must be thinking, oh, I should have brought my masks. I have so many cute masks at home that I didn't bring. I'm so unprepared. Mm hmm. Yeah, but she, hey, now you got to wear your masks in America.
1: And now masks became part of your everyday outfit, basically.
0: That's right. Well, we don't go anywhere, so. That's true,
1: but we have so many masks. So many masks. have all these different colors, different patterns.
0: Yeah. Did you see on the scenes from the next that when Stephanie goes to Belize, she's wearing a mask with Ryan's face on it? Yes. (laughs) You know, Rebecca's like, why didn't I think of that?
1: (laughs) I know because probably like, you stole my my ideas.
0: <laughs> anyway, so okay, Tarzel's dealing with COVID, but on top of COVID, there's another uncomfortable situation.
1: That is Minty.
0: Yes, Tarika still needs to tell Hazel about his communication with Minty. But Tariq wants to hold off. He doesn't want to have that conversation because Hazel is still sad. She's missing home. She's missing her son. So Tariq doesn't want to pile on with more, you know, Mm -hmm. not so great news. So they're sitting at this restaurant by the beach and Hazel's just looking at all these women walking by. (laughs) And she's like, there's a lot of sexy girls Mm -hmm. here. There's a lot of sexy girls here. I mean... Good for her for being that open because she says in the Philippines she couldn't tell mm-hmm. her parents that she was bisexual her parents are so religious they wouldn't accept that choice
1: but it didn't work with Minty nope. because she was jealous of Minty talking to Tariq in Thai and she was also nervous that Tariq is gonna get more into Minty mm-hmm. how is it gonna work in America? the girl's gonna be American her English is gonna be better than Hazels they might speak a little faster. And it can be the same thing. She might feel like, oh, man, Tariq is more into her than into me.
0: Well, that's a good point. It may be a good incentive for Hazel to learn English Mm. so that she's not left out in this next threesome, right? So that they're all on an even playing field. It may be a good incentive for for Hazel to learn that English, be comfortable. Well,
1: her English is pretty good. But yeah, yeah, you know. Could
0: always be better, right? We could always, I could improve. My English could improve.
1: I am improving every single day.
0: Yes. So Tariq says in America, you can pick from all sorts of women: black girls, white girls, Latin girls, every girl from all Flat over the girls.
1: world. He F- said that. Did he? Mm?
0: Slow down, Tariq. Like with that mindset, COVID's not going to be the only virus affecting your relationship. <laughs> you know, take it easy. That's a good fun. While they're talking about this array of women that are available in America. That's when Hazel brings a Minty, though. And that's the ex-girlfriend who Hazel is jealous of. So do you think Hazel really wants to be in a threesome? if she's?
1: I don't think she does.
0: She wants a girlfriend.
1: Yes, I think she wants just a girlfriend, but then have Tariq to be the bank.
0: To be the bank? To be the maybe... The
1: man. Like, to take care of
0: Oh, I thought you things. said the bank.
1: Yes, I said the bank, but I also said demand you know to take care of her but then she wants to have the fun times with a girl
0: it's interesting because most of these couples when we think oh there's a scam situation we think they just want to come to america they want a green card they want a better life mm-hmm. hazel if she's scamming and i'm not saying she is i think she seems like a pretty decent person mm-hmm. right nice she's a mother and she's caring but if she is scamming it's so she can come to america and express herself. Sexually, and that's not a bad thing, don't get me wrong here, right? In the Philippines, her upbringing doesn't allow her to be herself, True. so she's finding a way out so she can come be herself.
1: Well, yes, but the only thing why I would not call her a scammer or not even go there, she told this to Tariq that she's bisexual way before she moved to the US.
0: I know, I'm not saying. She's hiding it from Tariq. So, if like
1: scamming would be, oh, she came to US and then mm. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm into girls. Can we get a girlfriend? It's like, no, like this has been apparently going on way before. Yeah. They met Minty, they all were together. Together And after all this, Tariq still was like, you know what? I want to marry Hazel and she still wanted to marry him. So, she came to the US.
0: Just think about this family though. Let's say it evolves into a threesome. You have two kids. You have Ari and you have Harry, and then you're going to have this threesome. I feel like it's going to get very messy. Ari's already sleeping in Tariq's bedroom. Now how many people can you fit in one bedroom? I have no idea. It's too many people, right? <laughs> it's too many people. Just it seems very messy. It seems very messy. Yeah, I
1: I, I can't even go there, but
0: <sighs> But I hey, don't
1: think that's going to work.
0: I don't think it's going to we'll work. There's see. too much there's too much jealousy. Hazel was so jealous. I think that's what led her to do it. She looked She said in, it. Yeah. Well, she looked in Tariq's phone. Mm-hmm. If you're going through someone's phone, not a good sign. Now, she found something. So her suspicions weren't totally off. But if you're in a relationship and you feel the need to go through someone's phone, that's a red flag.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But she finds they were talking. He blames it on covid. I wanted to reach out. I knew COVID was bad. I wanted to make sure she was okay. Usually, he blames it on the lemon twist vodka. Now he's blaming it <laughs> on COVID. So come out with your new song, blame it on the COVID.
1: Ooh.
0: But I don't know.
1: If Teddy's listening, maybe that's his next. We hit. had
0: no. We had his next hit as what? Oh, Powder Blue. Oh yeah. Yeah. First, it's Hot Sauce. And then we got Powder Blue, and then blame it on the COVID. <laughs> blame it on the Vid. Right. <laughs> Anyway, Hazel thinks that it was just an excuse. He thinks she thinks it was an excuse. He wanted to reach out to her. Mm-hmm. But she's which, hopeful it's not going to happen again.
1: Which I get it. Tariq wanted to check on Minty, but at the same time, did he have to? He no. Said not, so no. he wanted to. I mean, how
0: long was that threesome even a thing?
1: I have no idea. It couldn't kind of have
0: been very long, right?
1: He, I, I Weren't they all on
0: vacation? What was this?
1: I, like, so this is my question. Have they met in Thailand or in the Philippines or somewhere else? I think Thai. Did we Thailand? know that, that Tariq spoke Thai?
0: No. Well, we know he's very into Thai culture. He's but very yeah. into Asian culture, right?
1: Yeah, he loves good for him Thai I culture. Would, oh yeah,
0: I would not look at Tariq. Tyreek, that's what, look at how we're doing that. I he would. Should,
1: he should change his necklace
0: to Tyreek. Mm. No, that would piss Hazel off. But I would not look at Tyreek and go, this is a bilingual dude.
1: But yeah, that's true. Well, apparently
0: he is. Apparently he is.
1: If if somehow, for some reason, Tyreek breaks up with Hazel and starts dating Minty, his necklace can be Timey.
0: Timey? Isn't there also like a Thai basil mint? Isn't that a thing? I think that's a dish. I've, no idea. I think that's a dish I've had before. Thai. I'm just minty.
1: trying here. Okay, just roll with it.
0: Oh, oh, I'm rolling. Anyways, I feel like we've rolled to the end of this oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie and Ryan. Nothing with nothing with this couple, if you can call it a couple. I don't.
1: Well, I'm. I was very surprised when very we surprised, saw
0: very surprised scenes from the, the next. Yeah,
1: on the previews that. She They will actually meet
0: And he Ryan seems kind of excited That she's there He's but like Oh my god They
1: so awkward Like kissing I'm like The whole what, thing What's going Oh I can't watch it but I mean I'll I'll totally watch totally it Totally
0: gonna watch it I I think we're gonna get Probably the most We've ever seen From this couple Because we're gonna Have them together
1: Plus I'm hoping for some You know
0: Guest appearances by Harris
1: Well No oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm hoping for some one-on-one with Ryan. Oh. You know, like, hey, my name is Ryan. This is what I do because we didn't get that.
0: Yeah, I'm not that interested in Ryan as a solo. I want to see them together. Well, I want to yes. see how this 27-year-old and this 52-year-old get along. Mm, that's right. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. that. That's a lot of question marks that I hope well, get I'm answered. Excited. That I hope get answered. Yeah, it was a good episode. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was better than last week's. I hate to say it, I think Brandon and Julia bring the entertainment. I think Ron and Betty bring the entertainment. Oh
1: yeah, w- without Ron and Betty, it would be okay.
0: It'd just be a bang but fest. They, yeah, Bunch they of animals. brought.
1: They bring all the drama.
0: Yeah, we love to hate them. <laughs> so
1: love to hate them.
0: That's it. That's this past episode. It mm-hmm. was good. I it was enjoyed good. it. I enjoyed it. Hope you guys did. Um. So that's all I got to say. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Mm -hmm. If you didn't leave a review an hour and 50 minutes ago when I asked (laughs) nicely, (laughs) it's not too late. You can still do it. Basically,
1: if you made it to the end of the pod.
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't you leave a review? (laughs) And don't leave a review like I just wasted an hour and 50 minutes of my life.
1: Say something nice.
0: If you did, if you didn't like it, no one's making you listen to it again. So, Very true. We're just kidding. We love that you guys are mm-hmm. hanging with us. We love this group. I feel like we've we've built this nice little family. I'm gonna call it a family. And yes, we community. Love talk- community is probably the less creepy word. I
1: feel like I can. Go with family because I would picture everyone as children and I feel like it would really cross a lot of lines. You
0: guys are not our children.
1: No. So (laughs) I'm going to go with a community because I love the idea of it.
0: Yeah, we built a nice little community. I love it. I love seeing it on the Sunday Night Lives. I feel like the community is growing. Mm -hmm. We're welcoming more and more people who ever wants to join.
1: Everyone is from wherever but we all have one main thing in common that we talk about and it's awesome.
0: We love 90 Day. We
1: love or love to hate 90 Day. Yeah, it
0: depends on the week. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening guys. Thanks for leaving the review. Um that's all I got to say. Right? Yeah. All right.
1: Until next week.
0: Until next week, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.